Oh, a hundred percent. All right. You guys ready? Shit. All right. Yeah. Go dogs. Welcome to movie the podcast. That's right. Move the podcast. It is Dogtober. or wait, it's dogist. Uh, everyone's here representing the entire East coast. TikTok is dead, but movie the podcast is alive here for all your dancing needs. TikTok is dead. President Trump banned it. Oh, that's the right. Chinese. That's right. So, yeah, Alex, how are your TikTok shares doing? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't buy those. Speaking of uh, TikTok, so they're owned by Tencent, which is like this enormous uh, Chinese tech company. They're owned by like yeah. Dance Bites. No, Tencent. Tencent owns them, and then Tencent owns a bunch of other shit too. But I didn't. Re- so that movie I talked about last week, uh, Shadow, that was produced by Tencent Films. So they have like a film division as well. Is it all just TikTok strung together? No, it was a. I guess you didn't listen. It's a kung fu movie. It's really good. Go watch it. Shadow Netflix. Gox doesn't listen to the show. He don't. No, he doesn't listen to the shows that he's not on. Gox doesn't listen to the shows he's on. Let's oh. be, uh, I don't. I I feel like Gox doesn't listen to shows while he's talking. No. <laughs> what do we watch this week, Gox? We watched Dog Tooth, a mm-hmm. movie that did some stuff, and it also had a dog in it. It had a dog. It did have a dog in it. In it, it had it, a brutal cat murder. It had yeah. a shoot blowjob in it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of hot takes in this film. Um, <laughs> I want to get out in front of this though before the liberal elites get into it. Uh, people are going to vilify the dad in this movie, and I think he's <laughs> trying oh, to set no. boundaries oh, and no. raise a family. <laughs> They're going to so. come at him on all sides and say shit like he's a monster. And he's manipulative and he's the worst person in the world. And I just think, you know, just take a step back from your, you know, judgment zone well, libs. We'll get into just it. Understand <laughs> that you well, got to raise you, a child. If you, if you don't want to sit through the end of the show before we get to the scores, you know who liked it and who didn't. So I guess <laughs> you, can, you can tap out now. Yeah. When Sean picked this movie last week, I was like, wow. I know exactly how this show is going to go. <laughs> there's like no way. I was like, there's a 0% chance that Alec and Cox are going to like this movie at all. Well, it's uh, not my fault that racist dog movies have been purged from the internet. Yeah, White Dog is not available anywhere. Yet another a movie the podcast stumbles on every lost fucking movie. I swear to God. Dude, mm. I've picked, I think, personally three movies that were lost. It was that. It was the Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia, which is how we got stuck watching La Samurai. Yeah. And then... Was it White Man's Burden? I believe so. And then I did you pick Lost in Space, the one that like the early two thousands one? No, I that, think that was Alec or Gogs. And that one, and that was, was me. And I ended up buying lost... it. I bought it on Blu-ray in case we ever do want to watch it. It's I was going to say I thought that movie was available. It's still shocking that that movie. No, we couldn't find it anywhere. It was another one that was just like not available at any of the streaming platforms. I, I was think I was trying. It. I was trying to rush to get it for uh, Old Man Winter. Right. 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 I wanted to um, text you guys because Shin Godzilla, the Blu-ray, was $5 on Amazon. Oh, fuck. It sold out in like 10 seconds. By the time I did. saw the link, it was already sold out. That's well, a shame. <laughs> good for them. Get their, get paid. I should, buy, I should buy that full price. It's a great it's a movie. movie. All right. Let's get into what we watched this week. Uh, uh, what were the two movies you got at the flea market, Sean? Were oh, they yeah. bootlegs or were they like No, they're for legit. Real? Yeah, no, they're $2 each. I got... I cleaned out their uh, African American section, and I got Black Klansman and Black Dynamite for wow. two bucks each. Two solid yeah, movies, dude. dude that's awesome. Dollars. Yeah. 
Oh, Gogs, I'm going to send you a picture of something I almost bought for you at the flea market, so keep an eye on your phone. It's a dildo. Dokey. I might buy it later. Oh, man. All right. Flea markets you- are the best. If you can find the most random stuff. Well, this I- flea market was like the fucking like, COVID central. Like Nobody was wearing a mask. <laughs> like, they're all spitting in each other's mouths. Yeah, like- <laughs> <laughs> Selling dogs and shit at the flea market. It was oh, my ridiculous. God. <laughs> you stumbled onto the flea market from like 8 millimeter. Yeah, down I, was like, SWAT I was waiting meet. for Indiana Jones to come crashing through. <laughs> Were you expecting some kind of monster? <laughs> Did y'all or ever go that. to that flea market that uh, that was on 40 where Home Depot is now? It yeah. It like a drive through movie theater for years. Now it's a Home Depot, but for like in between, they used to have a flea market there every weekend, and that place is fucking wild. I've never been I to a flea like- market <laughs> Really, I would have thought you went deep on nunchucks at the Tapsco flea market. I felt like that would have no. been your little dig. I mean, it sounds Sometime. like something I do, but I I'd like to go done. up to that one up in Joppa sometime. Oh, where the wrestling is? Yeah, if we get there early enough, you can go to the flea market and then go watch some wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that flea market is weird in there. Like, we've only ever seen it when it's all closed, but all the stores in there are very interesting. I think the closest I've been to they a flea market was everything. like... everything. Like, what's like ham? Like, is it ham radio? Like things like Timonium Fairground? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not a flea market. Radio? That's just like a ham radio convention. Well, they always said they sold a bunch of. They sold like fucking hunting knives. They sold video games. They sold all sorts of weird shit. Gogs, I know you. You're not on Facebook a whole lot, or ever. Actually, you're never on Facebook. I don't know not, why. I just not enough. To, not enough to catch those fire memes that TJ posted. TJ posted this GIF of. Uh, I guess they mocap the dog in whatever that call the wild <laughs> movie is. And it's just a bunch of scenes of Harrison Ford petting a man. <laughs> like, it's, the fucking, it's the funniest shit. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. We're never gonna get the show moving. All right. uh, what we want. Don't worry, the five knuckle shuffle is only going to take about two minutes. Yeah, Let's get wow. this blow yeah, on the road. I, I'm I'm going to guess. I'm going to put like a hundred dollars on here. It says the average <laughs> score ends up being a five. I bet the average. <laughs> I'm going to say the average score. I'm going to say it's a little higher. I'll say it's. I'm going to say we're going to deal with two nines, whatever, whatever Alec gives it, and then whatever Ooh. I give it. So I bet we're closer. I bet we're about to like six and a half, seven territory. All right. Well, what did you watch this week, Gogs? I'm picking you. Okay, Go. I watched the following things. Um, did you watch anything? You're on vacation. Well, I, I missed the I missed the show. I I, I watched it previously, so I missed oh, a week, right, and then right. you so, know, TJ, you can watch movies on vacation too. I did watch one movie yeah, on vacation. I guess you can. It seems weird too. It's, uh, to me. I watched I mean, when I was in Dominican last year. I watched like eight movies. <laughs> They were all I know, that's all you did. And half of them were, yeah, I would say in Spanish. <laughs> but you're I a movie. Dark Knight Rises in Espanol. You're a movie freak, so it's different. You're like, <laughs> you're you're like Chris freak. Angel. You're like Chris Angel, but for movies. You're a movie freak. <laughs> Alec Aerosmith. Movie freak. <laughs> so I watched. Uh, so I watched Jaws on vacation. That movie's still great. Uh, always. Right, tell us about story. Jaws. What's that about? It's about big ass shark. Uh, fun, fun things to do with Jaws. One, uh, realize that uh, how bad the mayor is and just replace shark with virus and then you get the COVID situation. Two, there are so many shots in Jaws that every time I watch it, I'm still kind of amazed at like, how they made that shot. Like There's great shots of Quint like, like up in the crow's nest and like out on the bow. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're just like, and it's like, I know what they did, but it just, I didn't appreciate it. 
in the past, but like the camera's fixed, it's moving with the boat, so he's static. But you see the clouds and shit all behind him, like moving, and uh, it, that movie's just a fucking. I, I would camera. say God or uh, Jaws has the best camera move in any movie I can think the pull of. Pull out, push in. Yeah, yeah, that and the wipes when you're watching Brody's yeah. face when everybody's walking by. I have I have one for all the Jaws fans out there, and that's yeah, super fan Anthony. Uh, here we go. Is the guy who gets killed in the pond in the rowboat the guy who's leading the Boy Scout swim earlier in the movie? Debate it. Um, so, moving on. I watched... Well, I thought we were going to debate it. Oh, do you guys have an opinion on this? Because I do. <laughs> no. I, I don't think it is. I never... But it could be. I don't it's know. A, I gotta, it's a, it's a gotta, red rowboat. It's like... I was now like, I got to rewatch And he it. rose up to him saying stuff about tying knots and shit. I'm like, okay, well, maybe, maybe this guy's is. a fucking... Maybe boy. it is. I never really thought Banger. about it. Um, since my pick didn't get picked for, for grab bag week, I watched Hellraiser 2. Um, that movie's uh, very ambitious and real goofy. Uh, it's... It's fun, but it's trying way too hard, and that's about it for Hellraiser 2. I really like the weird – actually, I don't even know what's going on. Does the Cenobite – does, like, the Dr. Chenard character – why is he fighting against Pinhead and the rest? Like, did the did well, the he's architect – He's not fighting. He wants the – it's the, it's the same as, like, all the other Hellraiser story. He's just like Uncle Frank in the first one. Like, he's not – he wants the powers of hell and the Cenobites like the, show up to like fucking be like, nah, dude, you can't have this shit. But I thought they all worked for the big glowing fucking geometry thing in the sky. Like I thought he was just going to become part of like middle management. Like he was doing like a hostile takeover. No, the Cenobites, it's the, their job is always to like, they're, that's the thing that they're, they're kind of weird because they're not, it's not a, uh, they're not like, um, they're not evil. Yeah, they're inherently they're, they're just like they're like a force of nature. Horny. Kind of thing. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're horny. horny. But no, um, it's the same as the first one, really. <laughs> just replace Uncle Frank with the doctor, and that's kind of the same idea. But yeah. I don't know. That movie's cool. Like the visuals in that movie are the visuals are cool. Yeah, there's a bunch of wacky, crazy shit that happens. And like at least they're trying something. It could have been a very like kind of like mail it in sequel. Right. You know, like no, no, it's like it, they really. I mean, they, if you if you look at the first movie and then the second movie, the the scope that they added was vast. Yeah, because the yeah. first movie kind of all just happens in the house and they allude to hell and yada yada yada. The second movie, they go there and they do some weird shit. Yeah, first movie is brilliant. I like the second movie a lot. I don't like the third movie's not great. But the third movie's a cash grab. It's a lot of fun, but it's just a straight up cash grab. The first two are great, and then fourth just... movie's okay. Which one's the one where you find out that is two or three? The one where you find out that Pinhead was like a British army two. criminal or whatever. Two. Okay, three, two. So those two characters in Jaws are credited as two different people. Oh, that Estuary was a... victim and Scoutmaster. Damn it, that was a clever way of doing that. Um. Well, I'll to, I'm going to keep – well, this will go nicely to my next one, which is despite the evidence just given to me, I'm going to hold on to my theory because <laughs> I watched a movie called Behind the Curve, uh, which it's is about, about – Alex Dick. <laughs> is it about baseball? No. Uh, Why would Gogs watch a movie about baseball? Gogs loves what, baseball. Gogs hates what baseball. It means. You know what? He's I like been to first, like four opening days. I have been to a lot of opening days, and I like first downs as much as anybody. So, the, uh, did you see uh, real quick? Did you see that Fauci first pitch? And somebody tweeted like he needs to learn how to flatten out that curveball. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. 
Oh, Dr. Fauci, you cad. Okay, so Behind the Curve, which I only later realized was a very clever title, is about uh, flat earthers. Oh, and, oh, I saw that. Yeah, I, didn't, oh, I a, think Sean watched it. Yeah, I remember that. That's the one where they, they spend the whole thing setting up the experiment, and then they find out that they're wrong, but they yeah, won't. They yeah, won't yeah, admit yeah. it. It's amazing. Right. Like, at one point, like, so you're, you're watching all these people, and um, it's infuriating. And then at some point, one of these nudniks, someone spent $20,000. He, here's the setup, and the setup's so golden, and Sean probably went into it, but I'll just reiterate. They were like, listen, if the Earth's really spinning, a gyroscope, right? If we set up a gyroscope, it should, it should tilt or whatever 15 degrees an hour to have a 360 rotation over 24 hours or whatever. They're like, so we bought a $20,000 laser gyroscope. Oh, my God, $20,000? And guess what they found out? <laughs> that the world it's is It's all around. by 15 degrees every hour. It's like, well, that doesn't make sense. So maybe this is getting influenced from the heavens above in the upper dome. So they put it, they sealed it up in something else oh my and God. it still did it. And then like, okay, well, here's what we're going to put it all in. I forget what the fuck it was like some sort of weird beryllium or some other element. It's like, we're making another tube to make sure that all the outside static influence, they're going to keep doing this until they get the answer they want. And it's this cognitive dissonance. It's so wonderful. And there's one point where this woman who's like, she looks like an ex porn star and I don't know where she has all her money. Oh yeah, but, she's doing the podcast with that simp. Yeah, and like, yeah. And is she hot? She, she looks like an. Uh, she looks like she could have been. Right. She's like she's like Boca Raton hot. Uh, yeah, okay. like she like yeah. she like her best years are behind her, but she's no, she's she's doing okay. Um, she she has this moment. So this is wild. Like conspiracy theorists, flat earthers have conspiracy theories about her being a CIA plant to disrupt them. And she's saying shit like, how did they come up with this? I can't. And they're like, I could show them my birth certificate. I could show them all this preponderance of evidence. They'll never believe it because they'll be like, well, you're CIA plant. You could, you can make that all up. There's no, she's like, there's nothing I can do about that. She's like, and then she's like, and then she said this, it's, it's so beautiful. She's like, and then I sit and I wonder, well, am I like that? Like, could that be what, like, is, am I just like them? She's but no, I'm not. And then she just continues on. Oh the thing God. that fucked me up was they have like a, a conference or whatever, and people bring their children. There's a 12 year old kid. Like, yeah, and I yeah. was like, I, I will never there was a, get that whole conspiracy because it's like, to what end? What's the what, fucking what what what's the end game? It's, it's the fucking underpants gnome joke. Like step one, we tell everyone the Earth is flat. Step two, question, question mark. mark. Step three, profit. Like what? Like it doesn't make it. Why? Why would we? Why would this lie perpetuate for so long? Can you just imagine like getting abducted one day and like we have to swear you into the secret order of thousands of years? Yeah, the Earth is actually flat. Like what the fuck? Our stupid ass government couldn't even keep Watergate under wraps. What the fuck makes you think for a secret a thousand years running would be able to be held under wraps? Like give me a fucking break. And like so, at some point. At some point, they they explore the whole bit where it's like, well, what if you know one day, what if one day you you know you're you're proven wrong? What happens then? Right. And they basically kind of like where they, they the guy they basically flip the arguments back on the guy and he sort of has like a no like a no nothing moment because and they made the point brilliantly. It's like, listen, you've been you've made this point for so long. You've been you've been trying to make this point. It's made you a celebrity in this circle. It's ostracized you from the general public. If you were to change your mind now, the general public won't give a shit about you. 
Yeah. And then whatever kind of clout, your little clout world you had was, is, 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 is it disappears. Yeah. So like, it's why like, you, you're not, you're not, you're not in a position to ever want to change your mind. It's, it's, it's against it makes sense. Yeah. I can best see what, judgment. That makes sense. Yeah. And what's Every funny time. is they made the same argument to him. He was like, listen, at the end of the Truman show, right. When he found out it was a big dome, right. Truman had nothing to lose. So he just walked out the door. No big deal. He's like, but the mayor of Truman City, like, if you walked up to this door and you're like, well, on this side of the door, I've got fame and wealth and whatever else, you know, why would I ever want to expose the truth to the other side? Blah, it's blah. The, and it's like, it's well, the, aren't you the mayor of Flat Earth? And they're like, <laughs> oh. It's the fucking Matrix, right? It's like when, uh, what's his name? Chad, Chazzy Pants decides to eat the steak oh, in the yeah. Matrix. Yeah. But I will say this there was one interesting counterpoint in the movie. They go to an astronomer's conference and the guy was like, listen, all these flat earthers, it's easy to ridicule them. It's easy to dismiss them. It's easy to just push them away and you shame them. It's like, you're never going to change their mind with shaming them. He's like, and, you, and some of these people aren't fucking stupid. There's this one guy who makes flat earth models yeah, as, like a, as a craftsman. Yeah. Oh my God. But like, they're like, these are just scientists that are, have a sign. They might have scientific minds. They've just gone astray. We should try and embrace them and bring them around because they could be you know, shouldn't be completely written off. And I was like, oh, okay. Nah. That's, yeah. <laughs> volcano. Right. But anyway, so I watched that. Uh, I really recommend it. It's pretty good. Yeah. When they're going on their whole, like, spiels, aren't you just waiting for them to, like, go, and the Jews? Some like, of them do. Like- that's the best part. Yeah. Like, some of them are like, there's this one dude who's like, he's like, he's like this <laughs> weird mental gym. I say mental gymnastics, but it's like really like mental calisthenics thing where he's doing like rope memorization, but he's also tapping a ping pong ball with a fucking sledgehammer. And he's going off on the Jesuits and the Jews and why they're doing this and that. And I'm like, bro, like fucking slow your roll. And why? Like to what end? Like, no, like what, sense. when you say that, all I can think of is just kidding. Simmons, like looking up from his desk going, the Jesuits. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, call me when it makes sense. Uh, so, and then the last thing I did, I, I finished watching the Hulu documentary "Wrinkles the Clown." Oh, I gotta, up, I gotta watch that. It ended up being a lot more like "Exit Through the Gift Shop" than it was just about a clown documentary. It's more of like what the clown represents and this sort of thing he set off. It's really mm-hmm. interesting. I have to it's watch a it. Fucking weird idea, um, but like it's uh, it's Hulu original "Wrinkles the Clown." It's fucking creepy as hell. Um, and it's like, it's got a bunch of kids that are just really disturbed and I don't care for that part so much, but like the kids are disturbed. Yeah. Because so like wrinkles keeps getting like voicemails. So like there's fucking stickers everywhere. Right. And so like children, like for people that don't remember when Gox talked about this three weeks ago or whatever, it's like a documentary about this really fucked up looking clown. Yeah. And he like, and and like the, 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 the hook is that wrinkles, you as a parent or whatever could pay wrinkles to come to your house and scare your children into being not so bad. Yeah. Um, you can, he'll pay, you can pay this guy to traumatize your children. Right. So then all the, the, all this hoopla builds up around him and everything. And some of these kids are like calling him and like leaving because his numbers are, he gets like thousands of voicemails a day. What are the and, kids it's, and it's shit like, I know where my dad's gun is. I'm going to shoot you in the head. I'm going to light <laughs> you on fire. I'm going to cut your dick off. Like, it's, these are children. Yeah, but it's like, uh, it's like fucking wrestling, right? This is like 60s wrestling. Like, the, the guy is the heel. He's there to scare kids, children. So he's just getting the heat from these kids. Yeah, but, like, but like, the shit they're saying, I'm like, good lord. Yeah, but think about it. Xbox. 
I guess. Uh, yeah. That's true. I mean, also like kids are, kids are going to say whatever, man. Like kids. And you know that the fucking badass kids, you know, like shit, shit kids are going to be like, I'm not scared. I'm going to go fucking kill this clown. I know about shit. You know, I got a pubic hair. So I get right, it. Yeah. The shit kids. The you know shit. what I'm talking about. We were all shit kids. <laughs> Um, still are. Yeah, I was totally. Sh- I would have. Oh, I would totally. <laughs> I would have totally been harassing this clown on his phone like nonstop. Um, but there's a. Oh, I had. Oh, so I had a point. It's gone now. But anyway, check out Wrinkles the Clown on Hulu. I recommend it. It's a pretty good documentary. Uh, and that's everything I watched. Nice. Uh, and you pass the mic too. Uh, Alec. I watched two things. Oh my god! Two things. Um, <clears throat> one is like a pseudo. It's a documentary on Netflix that also has like recreations that are kind of weird, um, like uh, staged like, recreations, like unsolved it's, mysteries used to do. Pretty much, Ugh. yeah. Which I think uh, is back now on Netflix, by the way. It is, but it's all like Ugh. I can't Apparently. solve this mystery. Can you? <laughs> I mean, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Sorry, it's called uh, Last Breath. This is what you watched. Yes, this sounds, is what I watched. Sounds grim. It's the uh, so it's about uh, saturation divers, which I had never heard of. What until, is? Like, I don't even know what that is. One day last week. So basically, you are. It's almost like old school diving, where they'd have like the tube that went all the way down with you. Oh, fuck that. But these guys go to, like, the bottom of the North Sea. And they get they go into this saturation tank, and they have to be in there for so long before they can go down. And when they go down diving, they have, they call it an umbilical cord that goes with them that pumps hot water through their suit and is, like, their air supply. Nope. But it's all <laughs> connected back to <laughs> no the way. ship that's floating above them. Holy shit. And this, uh, yeah. And they like for whatever I guess for safety reasons for I don't know I understand the science of it, but the gas they have to they use they don't use straight oxygen they use like helium oxide so the voices are all real high the whole time. We're having a problem. I think it's because of the pressure and the compression at those depths. Probably keep them from getting the bends. Well, it's, it, I think they just can't. I think. They need some gas that's not as compressible. Oh, like around them in the suit because it's not like an exoskeleton. Yeah, like so I, I think that's part of it. Like I know I mean, maybe they pump it in there so that it can like and to keep their bodies like fucking ballooned up. I why think. would you even want to do this? Like why? because they make like forty thousand dollars a month. Yeah, no, I'm not doing. That. I mean, that's not for me. But if you're a crazy ass diver, what do they do while they're down there? Jack all like jackets. <laughs> In this instance, in this instance, they were working on uh, some oil underground, underwater oil pipeline, oh. like some uh, oil well cap. Oh. But the two guys get down there to do the whatever their job is to replace some like bar. Yeah, and a storm hits and starts pulling the ship away. And one of the guys umbilical gets wrapped around a piece of the oil cap and it rips, and he's just oh shit stuck on the bottom of the ocean for seconds because he's dead no really yeah no did it, it just crush him like a grape and then just fuck him up no i no. oh wow spoiler alert um but they have like a five minute emergency supply and he was down there 
they weren't able to get back to him till like 35 minutes later. Oh my God. So he was just down there like sucking in his last breaths. Jesus. Uh, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. And like, so like this ship, like apparently ships don't use anchors anymore, or at least like modern ones. They have like computer systems that literally will keep them in one spot. Like, I guess they'll, I don't know. I don't know how it just like adjust the, like the motor. Yeah. Just, and shit. Yeah, just, keeps yeah, it just like minuscule adjustments or whatever. To keep it, yeah. To keep it uh, in one space through like GPS through oh. the global positioning system. But it's a crazy documentary. It's wild. Like, like it's terrifying. And what like, was this on? This it's is- on Netflix. It's called uh, Last Breath. Mm. Not um, to be confused with the Neo Geo hit Last Blade. I mean, they don't even yeah. sound alike. <laughs> what about Last Blade 2, though? Last Blade 2 is better. Yeah. yeah. How could they have... Is that a joke? Okay. No, it was better. Oh. Shouldn't it be That's second a fact. To- Shouldn't have been second to last blade then. Yeah, and, and Final Fantasy blade. should have been the last game. There should only been one of them. Shit! I you and your hacky that. joke can go somewhere else. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe there's a podcast that appreciates my hacky jokes. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Uh, when we're, I wish we had watched this movie together so we could do the dog tooth challenge afterwards, <laughs> or like we could chloroform ourselves, or like. Suck each other of off or something. Yeah, yeah it's like fun. Alec, what was the other movie that you watched? Uh, the other movie I watched was called The Young Offenders, and it's like an Irish comedy. It's actually pretty funny. It's a film. Yeah, film. Yes. <laughs> um, these two kids, they're like in high school, and they both have like shitty home lives and kind of shitty families, shitty single parent families. So they're one's shit actually. Kids. One's yeah. one's actually shitty. His dad's a drunk that beats the shit out of him. The other one's mom. He just doesn't get along with. It's not like he's he's just being a baby about it. <laughs> but like, apparently, this is based on a true story. Like, a uh, a ship carrying like four hundred million dollars worth of cocaine, like ran aground, and like a bunch of like bales of cocaine <laughs> washed up on like the Irish uh, coast. What what and, like, time period does this take place? Like in? ten years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, and a bunch of bales of cocaine washed up on shore. People were like hauling ass across the country trying to like Hell yeah. find the bales of coke for themselves. <laughs> it's like a Grand Theft Auto mission. <laughs> yeah. But it's pretty funny. The two kids in it, like, it literally it took me like five minutes to like acclimate my ears to their accent. Yeah, you got to turn the subtitles so on. so goddamn thick. Like, I, I thought I was going to have to for a few minutes. I was like, I can't even like understand them. After a few minutes, I got used to it and it was fine. But that's me and those. The, I forgot. I already forgot the guy's name, but the guy that made Kill List and that A Field in England. Those accents are so, so thick. I was like, subtitles, please. Like I, I couldn't. I, I could not figure out what they were saying. But uh, it's pretty funny. It's got some. Uh, what was this funny... on? Is this also I Netflix? On, mm, I think it was on Hulu. Did any of y'all download Peacock, whatever the fuck that is? I think well, I, I, the PlayStation NBC's decided thing, to right? download it for me. Yeah, PlayStation Four had it for me without yeah. asking. Yeah, they YouTube me. <laughs> so, the, um, and I, uh, go ahead. The Alex. young, the young offenders. The young offenders. It's pretty funny, and it's pretty short. It's like under an hour and a half. A rip roaring good Irish time. Yeah, that's two Irish movies I've watched in the past couple of months that have both been pretty funny. 
You should watch sure. Grabbers. Or do, were you the one that watched it? Yeah, I watched did. it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. I saw it a couple of years ago. It's really good. Yeah, it was like it's shockingly good. Like, yeah, surprisingly a, good. Yeah, it's another one with like fucking blackstrap molasses fucking accents. Yeah, like that Irish accent, man. Especially when they're that's at first I was like, are they speaking Gaelic? Did they do like old, <laughs> like old Irish accents? Um, the only other thing I watched, I watched uh, the first half of uh, the new season of Umbrella Academy, and it's really it, good. Oh, how's that? Uh, I love it. It's great. The boys should be out soon too, right? Oh, uh, that's out, like September, it? I think. Yeah, oh, September. And out. they already they already said that there's going to be a season three, so that's kind wow. of wow. Cool. Yeah, nice. Apparently, there's a Why the Last Man uh, series coming out this year. Which that I'm thing has been in production for ever. Oh yeah, yeah. I think like like Shia LaBeouf was attached to it a while back. Like, well, it started its life as a movie. It was going to be a movie, and then they they made it. They they were they pitched it as a TV show. And then that TV show has been in production for a long time. Like it was supposed to be coming out on FX. I don't know if that's still the case. I hope so. That's like one of my favorite. Uh, yeah, they they put out a lot of good stuff. Comics. It seems like it would be a good a fit for like uh, HBO Max if they're trying. Oh to do yeah, something like that. yeah, I'd agree. It's a great story. It's 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 way too much content to boil down into a like a standalone movie. I think no, but it's perfect for a show. Like I think yeah. like it's it's definitely something you could you could make into a show pretty easily. Also, not not like crazy budget wise. Like you know, yeah. what I mean, it's pretty it's pretty simple. Like as far as what you'd have to do. Uh, anything else, Alec? Uh no, nothing else. And you pass the mic to um, Sean. Oh, I just, oh, I just watched Black Dynamite. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, TJ. Well, no, I like, um, like, I like that. I like that movie a lot. Chocolate Giddy Up. It's whatever so happened good. to Black Dynamite too? They keep saying that was going to happen. Nothing. It's a shame the guy that directed that movie hasn't directed anything since. I it's mean, most of I White wrote it, but. It's just so good. I'm sure we talked about it, not just because like Michael Jai White's really, you know, charming in the movie. He's fantastic. But, like, it does. It goes so far as to like make the same bad cuts that are in those movies. You know, it's like yeah. it feels very much like a black exploitation movie. Him staring at that microphone in the shot, like just periodically, oh, yes. like looking up, like and the <laughs> and the joke's so good. And normally, I hate double buttons like this. The original joke is that there's like a pan up when he stands up that don't pan up fast enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when so they decide to whip pan up when they whip pan, they get the boom in the shot, <laughs> and they're trying to like lower it down, and he's like looking up at it, like it's so fucking funny. Yeah, the one the one militant is like militant stands up surprised. He's like reading his like. <laughs> I, I know we've said this on the show a thousand times, but how Michael Jai White didn't become like a huge star is just the weirdest thing. It's a crime. The guy has got charisma for days. He's handsome. He can do karate. He's jacked. Like, why is he not a, a huge star? Like, yeah, and yeah, he's a great actor. Like, what's I don't the biggest think, thing. Like, is, what's his biggest brawn? Was it what? What I you mean, know, he was in that one scene, and he was in the one the scene. He was in Dark Knight. Yeah, he got cut out of Kill Bill. Yeah, he was in the really? he's, he's in the whole bloody affair of Kill, but you can yeah, actually see him. Jaime, yeah, yeah, you can see him in trailers. If you look up, like tra- I think for part two, you can see him in the trailers. But yeah, he got cut out of the movie. You, well, you know why he's not a big star? Like you just don't because he's a black action lead. You know what I mean? It's like you got yeah. Wesley Snipes. That's all we can have right now. Yeah, 
but you know you get one but like wesley snipes but here's the thing i agree with you i do agree with you but the thing is wesley snipes basically disappeared after blade because of his tax problems and everything and he's getting kind of older like you feel like michael jai white's younger and like i feel like he could it's so fucked up i gotta say it like this but like he could fit that role easily you know what i mean like he yeah he could be the hollywood's black friend michael jai white exactly yeah he never never got any mcu love right like he got nothing right no but why they didn't make a a scott atkins michael jai white iron man or a power man and iron fist tv show is like like such a fucking crime it would have been fantastic that guy you know the guy that that was a the guy that plays power man's luke cage is great he's great i I like him yeah like the the spirit of the show I'm thinking of is totally different. Like, well, the spirit of the, I would imagine that it'd be more seventies focused, like Heroes yeah. for Hire was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gogs, why did you ask me if I saw Avengement and then not follow up on it? Did you see that movie? I was getting ready to watch it and I didn't have a chance. I was getting ready oh, okay. to. I, I was getting ready to dig into it and that, that's I didn't have a chance to. It's a cool yeah. movie. I like it. That's the but, one you said uh, was like um was like uh, Bronson, right? Yeah. Karate Bronson. Yeah, yeah. It's also a great uh, song by Youth Code. Teagles. Uh, I watched two things. Uh, I watched one thing that was pretty great and one thing that is absolute dog shit. What do you want to hear about first? Well, do the pretty great thing. Do pretty great so you can like, yeah, shit. I want to hear the dog shit one. I want that to be. Uh, the pretty great thing is I watched a Korean film called The Wailing. It uh, came out in 2017, I believe. Um, wailing like big ass fish or wailing like crying? No, like wailing like wailing Smithers. Oh, <laughs> <The shit>. wailing! <laughs> yeah, it's about Waylon uh, Jennings. <laughs> no, it's it's called the Wailing. I mean, it's a movie. Once it ended, I was like, I don't really understand the con the title and the context of the film. Like, um, but anyway, w- was it about revenge? No. Whoa. Are you Not- sure it was Korean? No, it's a horror movie. It's like it's very interesting, right? Because it's like it's a movie that's kind of about morality in a and like abject good and evil like it's kind of strange like it's a it's a movie that like when you boil down its themes i'm surprised that i liked it as much as i do because it's it's very it's it's a lot about like spirit spirituality and faith and usually those are two things that kind of like turn me off to horror movies because i don't like when things get into that realm i kind of like horror movies i kind of like the the either the unexplained or the very like depressing like nihilistic kind of thing but this movie isn't really about that so like i don't want to give too much away but it's about this cop that's kind of like a bumbling doofus and there's all these strange murders that happens in his very small town and he's got to figure out like when and when he shows up to the murder scene it's this guy that's never done anything like this before and he's got like he's like still kind of alive but he's got all these like sores all over him and all this weird shit and he just like like eviscerated his wife like it's just blood everywhere and it's fucking crazy and just shit goes like bonkers from there it's like everything like like murders continue to happen his daughter gets possessed and then like it's it it just goes and goes and it's is it like twin peaksy no no it's like a a job story no okay well kind of i i will see not in the sense that it's like directly a, a, a Job parallel, but it is a story about uh, humanity. A man's faith getting tested? Yes. And it's ultimately about how humanity can't accept like faith on its face, and that is kind of dooms them to their fate. 
bunch um, of doubting Thomases. It's it's really good. And it starts in one place. It's like the kind of movie that I love, right? Because when the beginning of that movie starts, you would never guess how it ends. Like the, the it starts in such a grounded, like easy to follow place. And it's the movie's still pretty a straight line. But by the time it ends, like it gets into like supernatural shit, and you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? And I adored it. And it's it's something that I, I believe Sean or maybe Alec brought up when we were talking about uh, other Korean films is how I think specifically we're talking about Parasite, but how that movie just jumps from genre to genre, like and doesn't really even take any time to like think about it. Like it just right. it just does it and it works. Whereas a lot of times in like a Western movie, I feel like if it tried to do the same thing, it would just stumble all over itself. This movie is the same way. Like there's like odd bits of almost like slapstick humor in this movie. And then by the time it ends, it's like so dark and like crazy. There's a Um, movie. I don't, it was a Western movie. I think a bunch of us saw, and we always talk about how it changes genres entirely. And now I can't remember what it was, but it's like a very like noticeable because it doesn't happen that often. Bone Tomahawk. Oof. No. Uh, I, don't I don't remember. I don't know, but the, the whaling is great. It's available on Amazon Prime for free. I highly recommend it. I I thought it was unbelievable, and it was like a movie too, where as soon as it's over, you want to watch it again to see if you pick up on some of the subtle things that are in there. Uh, but I I loved it. Um, it. It's just Korea is just like they're just cranking out the the hot jams. Like which I, one? North Korea. Yeah, North Korea, of course. I uh, want to see North Korea's movies badly. Yeah, apparently they're nuts. <laughs> the uh, Ills are big movie fans, and so yeah, they do yeah. have a film department up there. So, uh, The other thing I watched is uh, Dave Franco's directorial debut. It's a movie called The Rental. Ooh, how was that? It's, According to Instagram, it's a jam. It's god-awful. It's mm. maybe one of the worst movies I've seen this year. Um, it's a movie that when it was over, I was trying to figure out why it was even made. Um, so it's like, the thing is like more on that later, if you want to make a movie, like I'd imagine that you do it because you got a story you want to tell, like, or you have some kind of idea that you want to push forward. This movie has no characters, terrible dialogue. It's shot like a robot shot it. Like it's it's like if you put like the director bot AI into a, a camera. <laughs> that's how this thing is. Like there's nothing to, there's nothing new. There's nothing I'm not saying you have to have bring a lot of new ideas to the table. Like a movie like uh Hush, for example, is a movie I really liked. I think we've all seen it. Mike Flanagan directed it. Yeah. And it's like a, a pretty standard slasher movie, but like he he added things like her being deaf. And then, like, the camera movement is cool, and the way it's shot, like, the way he, he cuts it is cool. The, yeah, the, performance, think, the performances are good. I think we talk about The Wrestler all the time as a movie that, like, does absolutely nothing new, and it's a very A to B, no words going story, but, like, it's a good character movie, and it's directed well, and that's all and, it needs to And be. the acting's good. The acting's yeah. fantastic. I mean, the, uh, but this movie is filled with nothing. Like, the acting's terrible. Uh, and it's full of people that I like, or it's got two, it's only got five characters in the whole movie, but two of them I like. It's got Dan Stevens and it's got Alison Brie and both of them are capable of doing good performances. And then like, it's just like the dialogue is, re- so the basic premise is uh, these two couples, uh, Dan Stevens and Alison Brie are a couple, they're married. And then 
Dan Stevens, his uh, partner in this tech company that they're in is this hot Middle Eastern lady and uh, Dan Stevens' brother and the Middle Eastern lady are a couple. So they decide that they, they just had some big windfall in their company and they're going to go out into the woods and have like a, a like a celebration weekend. You know, pretty bog standard yeah. easy stuff. The movie, <laughs> the movie though, like foregoes any kind of subtlety because there's like sexual tension between Dan Stevens and the Middle Eastern girl like right away. So you're like, okay, so they're going to cheat, right? Like that's going to be yeah. the, the MacGuffin of the movie. Yeah, sure enough. That's what it is. Like in the in the first like two seconds that they're introduced, like she's like hanging on him and like she's all close. And I'm like, you know, if you're trying to build some kind of like narrative thing, maybe that's not what you want to do. Anyway, then they get like they get to this house and then they find a camera, somebody's spying on them, and then they all die like within like ten minutes, and then the movie's kind of over. And it's like, what did I watch? Like, what was that for? Like, what was the purpose of that movie? If like, they all the, died. How was the movie kind of over? Well, because oh, I'm glad you asked. So, so this movie is a poultry. Uh, I, I use that word incorrectly. Uh, 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 this movie is. I think it clocks in at 86 minutes long. I've never seen a movie. Oh, that, it's not feature <laughs> length. I've never seen a movie. Should I say poultry? Poultry. Thank nope, you. Nope. Poultry. Not poultry, poultry. Yeah, sorry. Chicken film by yeah, Dave Franco. About, so talking so, about a chicken run. Yeah, chicken. That's a great movie. That's a good movie. So anyway, so so get this. So he the the killer who's a faceless killer because of course he is. He kills them all, right? And like when I say he kills them in like the most like boring, like no tension way ever. Like he literally like Dan Stevens uh, gets hit in the head with a hammer, then. Alison Brie gets hit in the head with a hammer. Uh, Alice Brie gets killed off screen. Then uh, the brother, he gets hit in the head with a hammer. <laughs> with, this all happens within like five minutes of each other with no buildup. Then the Middle Eastern girl, you think that she's going to be like the lone survivor, like last girl thing. And maybe she's going to mount some kind of, uh, you know, like a, a, a final stand. No, she falls down. She gets killed in like two seconds. Hammer. So that yeah, I believe so. Then so then the rest of the movie, which is like fifteen more minutes, is the faceless killer walking around the house, taking out his his fucking surveillance equipment in the apartment or in the, the, the condo or whatever. Not condo, in like the, the cabin. And because this movie is like, fuck, we need to like we need to stretch. We need to fucking stretch. They show him disassemble every single camera in the house. Then take out every little like, like microphone behind the light switch, microphone in the potted plant. Like this shit goes on for six minutes. Like it's just did, like, did they pad it for feature? You think? Oh, absolutely. Because so, I'm not even done yet. So that happens, right? That's it. And then the movie cuts. It goes to black, and I was like, "That's the fucking movie." No, I was wrong. So then, so that oh. no, it's not even a stinger because the credits hadn't started yet. So then. You get to see a fuck the the killer from behind his his head, so you don't know who it is. Um, you get to see him buy another rental property, and then and again, this is all like movie time. This isn't like cuts. This isn't quick. You get to see him uh, set out all his surveillance equipment, put it back in. Then you get to see him make a key, make a copy of the key to the place. Then you get to see another couple like rent the place. And then finally 
you see them laying in their bed and then the killer's like about to stab the couple in the bed this with a hammer this shit goes on for like 10 minutes and it's like dude we got it and like the whole um the whole conceit of of like because the movie the movie is so abrupt and it it ends so like just flatly and again it ends in like it ended up at the 70 77 minute mark i guess all the people are dead that you were paying attention to that you figure well there's so much time left that there has to be some kind of reason for this killer right there's got to be because they, they have these long shots of the killer like looking in the mirror he's got this old man mask on and you're like, so there's got to be some kind of explanation as to who this killer is or like why he did it. Nope. They just stretch in for time. And then the movie ends. It is just a pile of dog shit. It is one of the worst. Like, I, I can't, I can't think of a worse movie I've seen this year. It's so bad and like, just so pointless and just, I don't know. Like, they're like, how do you have a horror movie with no suspense, like no suspense, no stakes, unlikable characters. characters so you would you'd say interior leather bar is better than this absolutely interior okay. leather bar had a blowjob that's at least interesting <laughs> i mean you know when i saw that on netflix i was like holy shit there's a fucking dude on dude blowjob happening pretty interesting uh also this movie has some of the dumbest shit i've ever seen like written down for characters to do so so at one point they find out that there's this uh there's this uh like locked room in the in the house and it's got a numbered keypad so like we got to figure out how to get in here so what's their solution to literally stand by and just hit random numbers and hope that it opens and they cut they cut away and then they cut back and he's still doing it implying that he's just been doing this for like an hour uh it randomly does open yes (laughs) it's well like funny enough you know, somebody figured that out already on every keypad lock. And after you put in the code the wrong amount of times, it just shuts off. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking bad. Like it's a movie where I like, I was just sitting, I was sitting in, in my living room going like, why did you decide to make this move? Like it, it felt like a tax shelter. Like it's like, it's so <laughs> bad. Like why? I, I don't know, man. Like I felt bad for all the actors involved. Like they must be like, what is this trash? Like, it's just so fucking bad. I hope, I mean, uh, uh, James Franco is not a very good director and his brother is a God awful director. So. Did his brother write it. Like who wrote it? I don't know. Or care. Cormac like, McCarthy. Yeah. Cor- <laughs> Cormac McCarthy. Oh, uh, hold on. I will tell you, I will tell you who wrote it. Uh, vamp. Igmar Birdman. Yeah, Igmar Birdman. <laughs> That's a great Twitter handle, guys. You should do that. Igmar Birdman or Birdman. It's Dave Franco wrote it with like three other people or something. Oh, it took three oh. people to write this movie. Amazing. It probably took three people to make it at least like watchable. Oh God! Oh, five. Sean, Sean. Five people. What? I'm only saying your name because like nobody oh, else. Did, is... did no. they write it? No. Okay. Guess who got the co-writing screenplay credit? Give me a hint. Uh, fucking Mumblecore guy. Joe Swanberg? Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, Joe Swanberg. Oh. He, he's fucking terrible. No wonder it sucks so bad. Yeah. What, I don't want to get the Mumblecore record. He makes, well, go watch, yeah, go watch go, Digging for Fire. Yeah, go watch a Joe Swanberg movie. Actually, that makes so much sense. <laughs> that makes, like, total sense. This is, like... 
also he uh guys you might know him from uh you're next because he gets hilariously murdered in that movie mm. yeah i like that movie yeah it's a great movie he's friends with like all the guys in that movie are directors like ty joe West swanberg's in- like like a guy like that made a movie that his friends were like yeah it's really good to encourage him but his friends were like the like uh fuck what do you call it the intelligentsia of hipster hollywood you know what i mean like yeah. it's just he's being encouraged to make garbage for reasons no, I, don't I don't think i've understand. seen i don't think i've seen any of his i'm looking at his list i don't think i've well, seen any of his movies i'm not yeah I, why yeah. would you they're awful also like it's funny because i mean i watched some trash that's it. Yeah, but but they're not trash. It, it's not like railgun mummies trash. Like, no, you know like, what, guys? Make that your homework. Watch watch one joke. I don't care which one. Just watch any of his movies. I <laughs> you're gonna hate it so much. What if I love it? There's there's literally no way you're gonna love his movies. Nothing happens in his movies. His movies are the kind of movies you can't stand. They just it's just like a couple arguing for an hour and a half. Yeah, I'm watching this movie like, called The Zone. It's like existential it's, dread, except without all the interesting parts of dread and self-reflection. It's just like, oh, I guess I'm a dad now. Yeah. Tw- seven, <laughs> 70 minutes, 2011's The Zone. A mysterious visitor spends the night in an apartment belonging to a young, engaged couple and their friend. It's always a young, engaged couple. It's all he knows how to write. Actually, he doesn't even know how to write that. He's all like right. a worse version of Noah Bombeck. He's, yeah. Exactly. Watch our right. film box. Anyway, the rental is absolute garbage. It's like the worst slasher and the worst mumblecore movie at the same time. I said that it's uh, uh my uh, my letterbox review is that it's Halloween for people that shop in Whole Foods. So. Oh, you actually wrote that? Yeah, that was me. Oh. Oh. I just thought you guys screen capped other people's reviews. I mean, it says I didn't TJ Stamball right in the top of the thing. You don't have that. You don't have that copyrighted though. That could be anybody. That's true. Oh god, it could if, be somebody any stole, if somebody stole my identity to, yeah, to write any to write snappy film reviews. This guy's yeah. credit is garbage, but yeah, his film his film fucking <laughs> repertoire is strong. So, all right, let's get into what we watched this week. This is going to be something. Uh, hmm. Alec. Gogs, what happens in Dogs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gogs, yeah. What happened in this movie? Well, um, let's see. So uh a bunch of grown up children do a lot of calisthenics and cut each other and bang. Very a calisthenic heavy episode this week. They That's learned the second the, time you've mentioned calisthenics. They learned the wrong words, which I think's hilarious. Uh there's a security guard. Well, they, somehow, they learned very specific words wrong. Right. I, there, there's a security guard who's totally okay with uh, banging this weirdo and getting her chotch licked by this other weirdo. Uh, there's a well, reference it's the, it's to the Jaws. Daughter, it's the daughter and the son. The, right. The, 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 it's not just some weirdo. <laughs> yeah, and then because she uh, went down on the security guard, she got to learn about both Rocky and Jaws. Um, I think it's Rocky three specific, or it might be yeah. four actually. I think it's Rocky four. Yeah, is it Rocky four? Okay, because um, it's the like, when are you going to teach me how to fight, Dad? It's like, oh, you got to learn how to use have some mm-hmm. punch bag, you know that. Yeah, right. Um, let's see. You've got uh, the dad works at maybe a textile mill or something. His they live on a sprawling compound. This is a better version of the village. Um. They live on the other side of this wall where planes fall out of the sky and kids get them as prizes. If they get enough stickers for 
dancing erotically at someone's wedding anniversary. Uh, what else happens in this movie? Oh, when you're old enough to drive is when one of your canine teeth fall out. Either one doesn't in- really matter. Incorrect. Incorrect. It's when it's when it comes back in. No, it's when it comes out. It's when it, no, when, it says it grows back in. It says it grows back in. That's the whole point of like that scene because you no, can't go no, back you in. can. It says you can leave the house when you, it comes out. You can drive a car when it grows back in. No, oh. you know, or something. Yeah, it's definitely one of them is when it comes out. Doesn't matter anyway. Um, there's some there's some brother sister banging. There's uh hold on I gotta write there's one line there's there's a shoot blow job because the mom and dad are watching porn what happened to God? we she, lost Gogs don't we worry about it she's, still hear you though. she's gonna the the mom's gonna give birth to twins and a dog at some point at some point there's a weird there's a brutal cat murder um because cats killed their brother beyond the wall who escaped um there's a there's a VCR beatdown that happens. Uh, because of perfume. What else? Well, There's it's not a, because of perfume. It's because she, I know what it's for. Do then, you? yes, it's <laughs> because she gave because she gave the videos to the children because she got her pussy licked. And then there's a great. The best line from the whole movie is when the pussy is switched off, the room plunges into darkness. Yep, because someone taught them that uh, that word means light bulb or some shit. Um. Yeah. But you also hear them refer to their genitals as a keyboard. Keyboard, keyboard. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like, what's the C is like what you would call a chair, I guess. And there's some other words that they just oh, the, well, the, the telephone the was the salt shaker. Salt. Yeah. So they're they're all fucked up. Uh, to what purpose? No one knows. Wait a minute. Uh, pause. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't understand. Like, to what purpose? To what purpose? What? To what purpose are you? Are you teaching your children the wrong? I mean, I guess ostensibly well, so they to keep can't, them, to keep them safe they, and yeah, you're handcuffing them from like ever leaving. So they I can't. Guess. Well, they, yeah, yeah, they can't. They don't understand. Not only do they not know what things are called on the outside, they don't understand the concept of outside. Like that's why they keep throwing the planes in there. It's like, oh, it's just like this thing that is very right. tiny that falls out of the sky. They don't understand it's a thing that, that, that gets you around. The they don't understand yeah. anything. Like, right. They don't understand any kind of norms at all. Like they're but, completely like they're they're like i mean it's a it's a it's a it's a little much in the movie but like they they show that the dog in training right like the dog is is like not in its like fifth stage training but it's all just that's just what's on the nose right it's what they're doing to the kids kids, they're literally just raising them like a dog like they're just dirt you know like they're molding but they're so they're so tight about like the outside world that like they have to conjure a story that the mother actually gives birth two dogs as opposed to it came in from somewhere else. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And the dead, they can't walk. They can't breach the driveway until they go to the car to drive three feet to get the plane. Um, well, the only one that can go out is the father is the father, right. but he can't go out on foot apparently. Um, no. right. Cause then that breaks the whole thing. Alec, anything you want right. to add to this plot synopsis that Goggs is ruining? I'm not ruining uh, it's exactly what happens in this movie. I mean, it can't be ruined. It's already garbage. Yeah, there we go. The mom's talking to herself in a room when she's on this thing on a phone, which no one knows what that is. Well, she's not. Yeah, she's talking on the phone. They don't right. understand, they they don't understand, understand the what concept. a phone is. Yeah. yeah. I guess the one daughter is taught to be the medic, so they never have to go to the doctors. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what I took from that. Yeah. Also, like... I guess my one thing, the one thing that I, I picked up this time is like, because I, I, I guess the first time this I watched time, this... 
Yeah, I've watched it a couple of times. I really like this movie a lot. Um, I think before you get too deep into this, maybe run this by you, TJ. Sure. I think if you watch The Lobster and Sacred Deer first, you're going to get a lot more out of this movie than if you just watch this cold without seeing any of his English language movies. Uh, I mean, I watched this first. Oh, did you? I didn't. Yeah, I, I'd seen this first. And the um, my, my, my one question about their training is, do you all think there actually was a brother that got away? Or do you think that that brother no. is just a story? It's just a story. It's just a story. Because I don't know. The first time I watched it, I was like, well, there, I think I thought that by the time how it ends with the, the, the eldest one, like getting out, like I thought maybe it was a cyclical thing. Like there was an eldest that had gotten out before and then they had to figure out a way to be like, well, you know, I thought it was a scare tactic. I think it works better as a story because like, I don't want to understand whatever the motivation is that they have the kids locked up in here. I think it, makes the movie worse if they're locked up in there because of some tragedy. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that the, the, the part of the movie that I think, and I, I don't know, like I felt like what I liked the most about the movie is so that, you know, obviously you're in this house and in these rules for a while. And then you, the dad goes to his job and you realize, Oh, they're just in like the regular world. Like it's yeah. not, there's nothing weird. It's just not the apocalypse, right? It's just the dad is like super fucked up, and the family is super fucked up. The dad's lying to his friends at work about his wife being on a wheelchair because because the other the 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 wild card of the whole fucking family is the wife is in on all of this and fine with it and like as obedient as the children, which is yeah. like. What's- like how? Why is the security the security guards in on it? Is she just fucked she's, up? She's just getting money. Well, she's not. I don't know how in on it she is. She doesn't seem to understand what she's doing, other than the fact that they're paying her. Yeah. Also, she's like, a, she's a fucking mess. Yeah. Like pretty clearly, you know what I mean? She's like, she, well, she understands to be. She understands to the point that she can take advantage of these girls, like really easily. Yeah, yeah, but uh. I, you know, there's two things that I don't want to know about uh, Yargo Lanthimos, and it's his sex life and his family life. Like, because I feel like, I feel like if I, I mean, maybe he's like a David Lynch where he's like super normal, like a Boy Scout, but like you watch this and you're like, what was your life like growing up? Like, was like his like- parents must have been like the, the coldest, like non interactive people. Because that's like a runner through all his movies is that weird stilted like couples dialogue like hello how are you yes I am enjoying this cake as well that guy yeah. also like weird like non like sex that's not enjoyable from any perspective like he yeah. I mean that's all over the lobster and I tried like I tried <laughs> desperately the one sister is kind of cute I think the the youngest well, the sister one, she's dead like for in real, real life she died pulmonary oh, embolism oh my god yeah died at, like god. thirty. Jesus, uh, I, I think it's I think it's kind of interesting that the children don't have names. Yeah, well, the one gives herself the name Bruce, which yeah. I, and then they're, which they're is so a Jaws like, thing, right? Right. Which I, I assume. assume. I, well, I, don't I don't know, know because it's not like that's an inside baseball Jaws thing. Like it's right. not like it's mentioned in the movie. Like, I was trying to figure out how she latched onto that myself because I thought but about the, that the shark. But the fact that the, the kids have no even they don't even have a concept of what a name is because the one girl wants to name herself back back yeah you can't call yourself back because your back is already your back yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i uh i i think this is uh there, there was some like study like some psycho doctor a million years or not even i think it's semi-recently i don't like know like dr wiley 
No, there was some doctor that like didn't, Robotnik. didn't teach his kid blue or something, the color blue. And like the kid got like totally fucked up and didn't like understand the concept of blue when they got older. And I, that kind of shit is fascinating to me. And I, I don't know, this movie like all about like control and then eventually like, I think it's also saying a lot about how hard it is to get out of something like get out of your programming like as as much as you may want to because i think like well, i wonder if it's also supposed to be a commentary on like how easily people are like uh informed by media yeah you know what i mean because she yeah. watches like two movies and she's like oh yeah there's a, that's a good point too well, i thought I, it was just i thought she latched on it just because it's finally something different like they had that like, well, that scene where they're like let's watch the video as our prize yeah and they, and had, they were mouthing like, every word yeah like, that's such a good scene that's a great scene the fucking uh the uh and i was i think that it there's a little bit of it that's about kind of like how just how we're wired as humans even even with all the programming like like they're the 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 kids i mean they're adults but they're still like they're they're going through things because like they want to they want to be people right like they don't even understand it like they're horny and they're you know what i mean they're trying to like get past their programming but they can't comprehend what they even are i don't know alec what aspect of the film did you think was the most interesting Uh, that was a great show arrested element what most interesting yeah what was the most interesting aspect of the film for you the end credits i mean that was what i was most excited for the end credits didn't even exist it literally cut to like the like, the you uh, can't greek even, film you, board but i mean you can at least like identify in a small way i think we all can Where like you ever just been in the bathroom at work or like standing on a ladder or something where it's like, like how can how bad would i have to hurt myself to not be here anymore like you've never been in that situation like how like at what level of harm am I willing to do to myself to get away from what I'm doing? Whether it's like economic or like you know that idea of like I'm just going to hurt myself and give everything up just so I don't have to be here anymore. Oh, I think about that every day. Yeah, that scene where she knocks out her fucking tooth. I that, don't know how, that that fl- I couldn't. I had to turn away. I don't know that. how that they did that brutal. shot. Like I guess they put like blood in the in the dumbbell or something because it like it looks great every time they do it. It's like. Like, oh, she probably just had fake blood in her mouth already and spit it out. Yeah, maybe. I, it, yeah, that might have been it too. And a foam dumbbell. It looked great. Like the yeah. way the way it was shot. It and really when great. she realizes she's free, yeah, and like that smile, like it's such a good shot. Yeah. And like I, I thought that um, that this had a lot of similar, like, well, not a lot, but I felt like I didn't realize that this this shot ends on kind of like a ambiguous uh long take and so does the lobster you know what yeah. i mean with the, the like i was like oh that is something he likes to do like well, it's also funny that like even though the kids are like not even treated as children like they're things like the the boy child is still treated better than the other two you know what I mean? like even at the mm-hmm. lowest level they're still concerned with like the boy getting off yeah yeah i i did appreciate that i thought that was that was definitely and well i mean the thing is is that the father is obviously the one that's that's the the puppet master of this whole thing. Yeah. So of course he's going to identify with his son. And well, like, like she, that fucking like fuck the uncomfortable rendition of flash dance that she does. Yeah. Like it's so, yeah, so they showed her flash dance, I guess, or they just taught her the moves. 
well, no, she saw it somewhere. Like she, I, I don't think the two movies that he gets from her and beats her with are the same two movies that we see her get. Like, I feel like she's gotten like at least like two or three rounds of these videos. Yeah, I agree. I think. Oh, I assumed it was just like that was round one. Okay. Uh, and then like this, where they, uh, the, the, the kids understand the sexual economy where it's like, she starts licking the dad's shoulder. Like now like it. What yeah. I want because like they, it's it's a fucking it's a tough sit. Yeah, what I don't understand is that this movie is is listed as a comedy. I I don't find anything in this movie. I thought it was cool. I thought it was listed as a thriller, and I didn't find anything thrilling about it. I mean, the if you look at the uh, the uh, box on Amazon, like the the pull quote from one of the critics is like hilarious. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is hilarious about this movie? Drama thriller is what it's saying. So, Alec, what did you hate most about this movie? It's just like... What didn't work for you, I guess? There's no point. Like, Sure, sure there is. No, there's not. Yeah, it's this guy's excuse to put his, like, perverted fantasies on film that, I don't, I don't know, like, I guess the Greek, maybe the Greek movie industry is way grosser than the uh, Hollywood. They did, a demo- they did event democracy. <laughs> Also, no, that was France. They also invented the blowjob <laughs> and existentialism. I mean, there's that was a point. pretty good thing. There's a point to this movie. Sean and I just illuminated the point of this movie. I think there's there's a lot of there's a lot of reading to be done in this movie. Definitely, Alec. You think this is less of a movie, more of like a Larry Clark thing? He doesn't know who Larry Clark is. Yeah, I don't oh. understand that reference. <laughs> or, or do you think this is like a similar to like this is like a Jean or not Jean Renault, what's the guy's name? Um, the director. Oh, uh, uh, Luc like aggressive pedophilia put the film. You think it's one of? Yeah, those I think things? it's. I think it's more that. Like this is he can't get away with it IRL, so he's going to put it on film. But all the all the people are of are legal wax. They're all adults. Yeah, they're all adults. But this the director wants to like control his whole family and fuck his kids, maybe. Oh, you think that the oh okay. So you think this is a reflection of what Yargo Lanthimos wants to do in real life? All right. Yeah. Like yeah, of course. Like I'm oh, so surprised nobody else you, thinks that. You well, I thought maybe more of like a TJ thing where it was like he grew up fucked up. Like not <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. he himself. So this oh, is not more that, of not a, that not that I like, grew up fucked up. <laughs> Not so much that you're bored that you're like actually like disgusted with the person making the movie. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Like oh it's, wow, it's interesting. It's like like I'm not easily offended or like shocked, but like this movie is disgusting. Wow, like there's no reason for it to be made. That was not the take I expected from you. I thought you had just been bored as pits. not at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I was bored too, but like <laughs> I was offended and bored. <laughs> But like, yeah, it's it's like it's it serves no purpose. It's like it, I don't find it entertaining watching somebody subject their family to psychological torture and potential. I don't know what you'd call it. Incestual, out incestual relationships. Yeah, incestual relationships and pedophilia, maybe. It's like, uh, mental, it, it's like mental pedophilia. I think we call it a struggle snuggle. 
Yeah, that is not the take I expected. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's move on to five knuckle shuffles. <laughs> All right, you pedophiles, give me your tens, and let's see how it goes. Yeah, I don't give a shit. It's a ten for me. I fucking love this movie. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's uh yeah. Go ahead, uh, pass the mic, Sean. I'm also a huge fan of this director, and not all of his movies are about fucking your children. So I guess we'll just take the L on that one. Yeah, I mean, watch, watch <laughs> his the, movies. I don't think, his, but see, the thing is, like, I don't think, I don't think Alex's gonna like the lobster. I don't think Alex's gonna like uh, killing of a sacred deer. They're just not. I don't think they're up his app. Maybe you will. I don't know. But yeah, like, you'll be happy I, to I know that he doesn't really lobster. He doesn't broach this kind of subject matter. No, he's. I think he's like he's very concerned with like just how like ludicrous human relationships are in some points. <clears throat> Like he has a very like abstract kind of view on just like kind of the norms of human relationships and kind of plays with it a lot. Yeah, that uh, is the killing of a sacred deer. I think is a good like combination of what's going on in this movie and the lobster. You know, I think that's kind of like his apex as far. It as also it. has a lot of bigger budget, so it looks a lot better. Like the yeah. direction in that movie is unbelievable. But like, I love the shots in this movie. I love that like nothing's framed right, so it's like uncomfortable and weird. You know what I mean? Like there's scenes where. They're just shot like in frame from collarbone to waist, and they're talking, and you don't really know what's going on. Yeah, like it makes you feel like you're stuck in the house with them. Like, except for the moment where you, I almost wish you didn't see the dad go to work. Yeah, but I guess I, to, you need that scene to kind of establish that he's he acts totally normal outside or whatever. Well, I feel like it, I was thinking a lot about that because I feel like if you put, cause my first, my first take is, is like, I agree with you. I was like, well, you should have put that later in the movie. But then again, like if you put that later in the movie, then the point of the movie is that. Whereas like, if you give it up, if you give up the ghost early, then you have to deal with how fucked up he is and what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like right. if it, if you put it towards the back, it's like becomes like a Tales from the Crypt, like or the village, like Gog says, like, oh my god, it was the real world the whole time. But if you tell you that if you tell the audience, oh, it's the real world in like five minutes, well then you got yeah. then you're stuck with this for the rest of the time. I, I, I can see why you did it. Yeah, but it's like it's very disorienting. It's like it's an upsetting movie. It's not like I'm like, yeah, jacking off like the whole time. It's just a few times. Yeah. yeah, just a couple. I mean someone's just got big tunes. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just like everybody's a fucking mess. And like everybody that is has contact with the outside world is like interested in harming the people that don't. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. security guards taking advantage of the girls, the mothers taking advantage of the kids, the fathers taking advantage of everybody. You know what I mean? There's like this weird hierarchy with the people that are out and about in the world and like how innocent, but still like demented and fucked up the kids are. And also how like artificial even, I mean, you only get the one relationship, but the work relationship is just a guy talking and just like a, this is something I relate to, to like on a spiritual level. Like it's just a guy just like talking. He doesn't really give a shit about the dad at all. No, the opening scene in um, sacred deer where they're talking about the watch, you know what I mean? Like it's that kind of like perfunctory work. I think this movie's great. Like, it does a lot for me. It is a little slow, I guess, but it's building up to a lot. Like, I don't think you can rush through this movie and kind of end up in the same place. No, I agree with that. Uh, and then I pass the mic to Gogs. <sighs> I don't know. 
I didn't like I didn't like it for I mean I I didn't like it for I think different reasons than now I didn't like it I, I mean it's disgusting and it's kind of like all that stuff's kind of bullshit weird but it's just I don't know it just didn't I I get what they're going for and I get everything you guys are saying I just didn't care for it I don't know if that's well, valid I mean, it's fine. Or, um fine like I I I don't like. I see your point about the uncomfortable cuts, trying to make you feel uncomfortable and this, that, and the other, but I'm just like, I feel like there's a way to tell this story that I would like better, but, um, how like is a, that? I'm just curious. I'm not, I mean, like, I'm not challenging that idea. I'm just like, what, what DMX should be playing the whole time. <laughs> that would not have been good. I, what, I, I, what, I feel like what would have been better. What would have brought you into the film? Yeah. Like how do you rejigger this movie? I don't know. I think, I think I, I, the stilted dialogue fucked me up a little bit. Like, I know it's kind of like the point because they don't know any better than like programmed little robots. Like it, it seems like it's artsy for art's sake in a lot of these shots that I don't feel like is, it's kind of like, all right, well, I get it. Like, I don't know. It, I guess that's the whole point of him trying to make it up. It's like a three for me <clears> just before we go any further. Um, it's not like a zero, but cause I, I get what they're going for and I get like, it just didn't do it for me. Like, and I guess that's the whole point. It's, if it's supposed to make you, if it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable, and fucking, you know, uh, think the dad's a psychopath and pity the kids and make you wonder about like whatever systems got you like completely fucking under thumb, then I guess then it did its job. But I still didn't care for it. Does it make you think about like how much power you have over? Like- it definitely makes you question what you do as a parent. I'll right, give it that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at with like, you. After I watched it, and, I, and after I watched, it, I was like, "Am I fucking my kid up like real bad?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm teaching him all the right words." Um, yeah, you should just pick <sighs> one word to teach him wrong. Yeah, um, <laughs> just one. Just like <laughs> help. <laughs> yeah, or nine one one. It's nine one two. Um, but. I don't know. I I feel like I know it's not a direct parallel, but like in like movies that are trying to kind of show off family dynamics and everything else, and I guess it's a different kind of family dynamic. So maybe it doesn't make sense, but like, I feel like a movie like, uh, like parasite somehow works better for me. It still shows off fucked up family dynamics, but there's some, I mean, that movie I really enjoyed. So I don't really know. I mean, that's like, I mean, it's a, it's, it's more of a, social economical fucked up like the families the two families in that movie are very well functioning like they're i still don't think the rich family's well functioning i still think they're fucked up in that movie the movie itself is a lot more accessible it's not like weird for weirdness's sake yeah Yeah, there's i feel like there's a lot of like i mean there's a lot of concepts in this movie i kind of i appreciate but there's a lot of just like real and maybe that's it just it's fucking jarring and abrasive and that's what he's going for in which case mission accomplished and he he, he knocked out of the park i just didn't like it because gogs is a real dadaist and he's declaring <laughs> war on art yeah. i listened to some some fucking podcast and some guy called it dada and i was like yeah. i was like you fucking retard <laughs> it's his dadaism mm. oh why aren't we sponsored by raycon headphones yet uh i don't know i gotta submit the paperwork Okay. Okay. We, we, we are sub, we are sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Ooh, we getting free headphones? <laughs> if you really want to fuck some kids, get on there and play Raid Shadow Legends. All right, guys, pass the mic. Teagles. It's a ten for me, dog. I love this movie. This movie is exactly the kind of movie that I I. I this is the kind of shit that that scratches my itches 
the most. I love uh, high concept, low budget, weird ass movies. And, and, you know, Yargo Lanthimos is like, I don't know, the guy, I think I've, he's, I've made, I've seen all of his movies and I like them all. I think my favorite of his is Killing of a Sacred Deer. Um, That's the correct answer. Alps is really good too. The Alps, Alps fucked me up. <laughs> Alps yeah. is like, especially by the time that movie's over, it's just like, Alps, so for, for just real quick, Alps is about, this acting troupe that people hire to play someone that has just recently died. And by the end of the movie, the acting troupe, you're not sure. Like they like lose themselves in their characters and like, it's, it's fucking wild. Um, And then I really love the lobster. I, I love all his movies. I love the fact that he makes like these worlds in these small little movies. Like each of his movies are like this. Like they have, they establish these rules or maybe not the favorite, but um, they establish these rules and then they build on this world and then it's over. And like, I think like he has just such an interesting way of like writing. And I think like, again, even, even if you're disturbed by it, like you, you're, you, you're, you're left with something to chew on. You're left with a lot to think about. Like, and yeah, it's definitely not a five. And I, I think that uh, I think the guy's brilliant. And, uh, I, I really like this movie. I mean, I, I like, I feel like I've seen this movie, like this is probably like the fourth or fifth time I've seen this movie. Um, but I really like it and I would highly recommend this and all of his movies. I think that I actually think that his other movies are a little bit more accessible than this just because of the budgets and how they're shot. Like he, and the subject matter. Yeah. Yeah. And the subject matter. Um, but, uh, I think the lobster, the lobster is a good gateway drug for Yargo's Lanthimos. Like the lobster is kind of funny at times. It's still very dark and twisted, but it's got John C. Riley in it. So, you know, <laughs> um, uh, the chick, the older sister's in the lobster too. I think she's the she? nosebleed girl. Oh, I no shit. Uh, but yeah, it's a 10. I, I mean, I, you know, it, this was a, this is a tough one for me to watch for the show. Cause it was like, well, I'm going to love this. And I don't know how everybody else is going to feel. So I knew how Sean was going to feel. I didn't know. I, I didn't know how I like her. Gog's going to feel. So, but uh, to each their own. So whatever. Uh, Gog's always feels like, like Gog's, I don't even know if we were recording yet, but Gog said this was a movie that he was supposed to like, which I didn't understand. Um, you don't have to like everything. I mean, you know, there's uh, audiences for everything. There's a lot of movies. I don't like that. Pe- people love lay samurai and that movie sucks. <laughs> Yeah, that movie's bad. So, I, I we know. all agreed that sometimes art is bad. Yeah, sometimes artsy <laughs> movies aren't good, too. I mean, it's, you know, every, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And that's uh, a movie I wanted to like a whole lot. You know how long I'd been hearing about how good that movie was before we the watched it? The poster's awesome. <laughs> I heard about that movie. For, I still see people talk about that fucking movie. I'm like, yeah. it's trash. Anyway, Alec. Uh, zero. Yeah, I figured. That, like, this 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 man that directed this, I hope he is seeking psychological help for the sake of his family. Cause he seems like an extremely fucked up individual. Yeah. He almost won an Oscar two years ago. Oh God. Yeah. He, he made the favorite, which is the most, it's the, the least Yargo Lanthimos. Yeah. yeah. It's still pretty good, but it's, it's the, like, not like the rest of his films at all. Yeah, this is like 
Yeah, I mean, I said everything already. It's, yeah. it's terrible. I'm sorry, I feel bad, Alec. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I, I, I haven't had a, a reaction to a movie like this in a while. Yeah. Like, I, you know what? I gave you guys the option. I tried to audible the dog soldiers, which I think you guys would have probably enjoyed more. That's going to be my pick. Like, I mean, oh, okay, look, like what, what do we have going back? The Mummy loved it. Uh, Men in Black 2, eh, I didn't really like that, but it wasn't it offensive. Wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Uh, Small Soldiers. That was great. Yeah. The Hunted was just blah. Yeah, we haven't watched like a heavy movie in a really long this time. This is the heaviest thing we've watched in a while, probably since Parasite or Jojo Rabbit, like in that realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I this mean, we've the, we've watched what like really heavy movies. There's this Jojo Rabbit, Parasite, The Fountain, and Ghost Miracle Story, Mile. Miracle Ghost Mile, Story. Ghost Story. Ghost yeah. Story was heavy. Yeah, uh, First Reformed. Uh, first Reformed. Yeah, I would say one Private Idaho is pretty heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is the only one I think where we had like a split a decision. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think our brand is we enjoy sad, heavy movies. Yeah, I enjoy sad, heavy everything. <laughs> <laughs> so whose pick is it next week? Mine. Um, Good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pick Dog Soldiers. I a movie I totally forgot about until Sean mentioned it in the chat, and I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that. Is that about that Werewolf Slaps? It is. Yeah, it's about Sinners. Werewolf. It, and I believe Ray Stevenson is in it, if I remember correctly. And it's about yeah, it's a, it's about werewolves in in World War Two or Vietnam. Or, yeah, yeah. They're like a Native American <laughs> werewolves. Yeah, Dude, lock, lock me in an eight or higher right now. Like, I want to <laughs> see where this goes. I can't believe you haven't seen it already, guys. I've That's never cool. even heard of it. I thought it was going to be. I honestly thought you were going to. It was going to be. That what's the movie with um fucking uh Idris Elba? No, Idris Elba is like the the child soldier like ringling. Beast of No Nation. Oh, that's what. There's no dogs. It's not Dogs of No Nation. (laughs) I I couldn't remember what the name of it was. That's a good movie. You should watch it. Oh, I did watch it. It's it is good, but it's tough. But I I liked it a lot. I couldn't remember the title. What do you? you I was thinking if we do the Molies this year, since nobody's really seen anything and no movies have come out this year. For the top seven or whatever, you want to just do our favorite all-time movies? Yeah, we might as well since there's not going to be all any. All-time? Since yeah. there's not going to be any movies that come out the rest of this fucking year. I think that Antlers movie I want to see is going to get released digitally at the end of this month. Yeah. Well, what about, I'm still waiting for St. Maud and fucking The Green, the Green Knight. Knight. Yeah, wait, The Green Knight's got to be done, right? No, it's finished. Well, it was both of them are done, yeah. It was supposed Holy, to be. Like, there's like a million movies ready to go. Yeah. They're just sitting on shelves. Sucks. Uh, Alec and Gogs, do you guys know what your picks are going to be? Yet? Somebody pick that fucking Harrison Ford movie. My uh, my so top, mad. my two. What's the one? Oh I wait, Alec, the title. Didn't you, Alec, didn't you say you're going to pick the the story of dogs movie? Yeah, Alpha. <laughs> the the well, invention God, of pick, dogs. Alec pick Alpha and Alec or Gogs pick Alpha Dog, and we'll just close it all out. What were you saying, Gox? There was what was like, wasn't there like a like a like a new version of Cujo where he's like cybernetic? Oh, man's something? best friend! I almost picked that. It's like new meaning. It came out in nineteen ninety. Oh, and there's, yeah, that thing is not new yeah. at all. What's what I mean? Other movie that came out the same time that Alpha came out about like Axel. 
Yeah, the robot dog that and he's like a, from he's the like military. A, isn't he like a motorcycle too? Or he's like a BMX <laughs> bike or something. So, <laughs> so my pick. I was either gonna pick man's best. <laughs> These are so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got like I don't, high, high level stuff like we just watched this week, Dog Tooth, and then we're gonna watch Axel, <laughs> <laughs> the motorcycle. We go from highbrow, highbrow to. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm gonna pick. Oh shit. I'm picking a boy and his dog. That didn't. Oh, oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, we didn't watch that for Nuclear Winter, did we? We almost, no, did. we almost did. Oh, I'm fucking picking a boy and his dog. Maybe I should pick. Can I change my pick to Axel? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you can pick whatever you want. Yeah, pick I'm whatever pick, you want. I'm picking Alpha. No, I, I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with Dog Soldiers because I think I feel like Axel is just gonna kill us all. Like, well, we have we all seen. Have we all seen a uh, boy and his dog. I've seen I've it a long time ago. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. It was either it was so my up until now my picks were going to be that man's best friend movie or uh, Turner and Hooch. But I don't oh, know if I want to. I don't know if I want to cry. God, so. I've watched that recently and it like it's not good. Really, I've, I've never seen. Yeah, that like I think nostalgically, I saw that in the theater when I was a kid. But like sitting through the whole movie is is a chore. Really? Oof. Yeah. Well, then I think I'm gonna go with the boy and his dog. All right. Well, so next week, dog soldiers, and then <laughs> the dog that turns into a BMX bicycle. Man, should I pick Axel? <laughs> Fuck it, Axel. I changed my mind. Okay. Watch- I might wa- I'm probably watch. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna watch Dog Soldiers just for me. Dog Soldiers is really good. I just you'll like- love dog. You'll love Dog Soldiers. Uh, no, I- all right. We're gonna watch Dog Soldiers. No, I pick. I'll watch them both. I don't give a fuck. I because no, I'm I'm watching a gif of the trailer of Axel, and I feel like, <laughs> like we have to see this because it looks like fine, fine, fine. Axel, it's Axel. The next week's movie is Axel. Okay, Axel, then Alpha, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, whatever Gogs picks. Turner, man's best friend, and who? Oh, Axel stands for Attack Exploration Logistics. <laughs> That's how you spell exploration. Right? Oh God! Oh, dogs of motorcycle. <laughs> All, right. All right, that's the show, everybody. See we got. We got this robot dog is too conspicuous. We got to make it somehow more subtle. What if we turn it into a motorcycle? <laughs> is it Nailed it. A, does it turn on a motorcycle in the trailer? I'm trying to. Oh, oh. God. All right, everybody. All right. <laughs> Bye.